It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. The week's most interesting interviews with senators, commentators, and newsmakers. Giving you a replay just in case you missed it. The Guy Benson Show. Happy Hour Time on the Guy Benson Show. Glad to have you here every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Monday through Friday. Always grateful to have you along. If you can't catch us live, well, there's always a podcast option. It is on demand. It is free around the clock. GuyBensonShow.com. This hour is sponsored by the Finnish Long Drink, which is really good. As I mentioned yesterday, we had some over the weekend. Why not? We encourage you to try it if you haven't already. Let us know what you think. We've heard from so many listeners who love The Long Drink. TheLongDrink.com is their website. You can see where it's sold near you. They're expanding. You can also order online. TheLongDrink.com. Always drink responsibly. 21 plus only. Programming note, I'll be on special report tonight. Part of the panel with Katie Pavlich and Juan Williams. Jillian Turner is in for Brett this evening. Looking forward to that. See you in the 6 p.m. hour coming up. That's about an hour and a half from right now on Fox News Channel. With us, once again, is our friend and colleague, Bill Hammer, co-host of America's Newsroom, Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 Eastern, AM, of course, on Fox News Channel. Also, host of the podcast, Hammer Time, available at foxnewspodcasts.com. And most importantly these days, he is a hardcore, lifelong Cincinnati Bengals fan, and he is one of the happiest people I would imagine in the world right now, given what happened on Sunday Bill, welcome back to the show, and congratulations on your Bengals. Hey, thank you, Guy. I appreciate that. I, I've been on the greatest NFL road show for the past month, went home for the Raiders game, went to Nashville, the Titans game, and Kansas City this past weekend. So it's been a lot of fun. And you're right to say what you said about the Bengals, because when you're a Bengals fan, you don't you don't ever get off the wagon, no matter how bad the wheels look, <laughs> okay? You and the wheels have looked bad. For, you don't go shopping for a team to, you know, you don't draft the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. No, you stay loyal. And that's, that's what we've done for 30 years, Guy. All right, so I've got a couple questions for you about Cincinnati and the Bengals and your fandom. Let's start with this, since you're talking about a lot of the hard dying that – Bengals Nation has done among the diehards. There's been a lot of hard dying. You alluded to that. Was there a low moment in your mind where you at least had a flicker of doubt saying, maybe I shouldn't bother with this franchise anymore? Was there a point that today you look back on and say, I'm glad I stuck with this despite that, whatever happened? Yeah, you're exactly great question. 2015 playoffs against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, th this is a team uh, that for the starting in the early 90s would be able to find imaginative ways to lose every conceivable way possible. Guy, even you being a sports <laughs> fan, you couldn't, you couldn't even expand your imagination to think about ways they could screw it up. But there was a playoff game in Cincinnati. Uh, there was a linebacker who was a great player, short career, Vontez Perfect. The league hated him, but we loved him because he could play football. And he picked off Ben Roethlisberger. I think there were two minutes left in the game. The game's over, right? We run a little off-tackle uh, 
play to Jeremy Hill, and he fumbles. Mm. All right, so now Pittsburgh's got the ball back. That wasn't the end of it, guy. No. Roethlisberger had to throw a pass over the middle, and Perfect got called for a personal foul, so they marched down the field. I think there were two personal fouls on that drive. They kicked the field going, it's over, and it was, that was six years ago. And that, 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 is, uh, that, that is dreadful when you're a fan. <laughs> the specificity of that memory, I think, speaks to how it is seared on your psyche as a Bengals fan. <laughs> and yet, here we are. It's 2022. You've been on, as you call it, the road show. You've been following your Bengals home and away. And be honest, Bill, you were at the game in Kansas City. Was there a moment where you were like, here we go again, and perhaps you lost some faith because it wasn't looking so hot? for your Bengals, especially in that first half? First half, I thought there was a chance it was going to be 41-14. <laughs> I agree with you. Second half's a different thing. I mean, look, this team hasn't made adjustments at halftime in 30 years that were effective guy. And now we're doing it every week. I mean, really, it's a special group of folks, uh, coaches and players, and I'm so happy for the owners as well. The Brown family, the Blackburns, they have hung in there on that. Was there a I mean, moment? Yeah. I mean, in that second half, you know, Eli Apple had a chance to pick off that pass by, uh, by Mahomes. Um, all the Chiefs fans thought that, Corey, uh, that um, uh, we would fumble the ball uh, on our own 15-yard line because the play did not stop. And I thought, are they going to go to a replay on this? And, oh, my gosh. Uh, but it did not happen. And I just – there were a different group of guys. But here's, here's one thing I want you to understand, Guy, about me, okay? I am wondering, why am I so happy? Why am I – floating on cloud nine. Why is this? I'm a 57-year-old man. I'm not supposed to act this way. And the, yes, you are. And I've, conc- I've concluded that when I was growing up, my baseball team was the big red machine. Arguably one of the two best teams that has ever played the entire sport of baseball. My football team was owned and run and coached by Paul Brown, the Hall of Fame legend. And he had the Bengals as a franchise team in the playoffs a couple years after they started. Then throughout the 1980s, they were a very good competitive team that lost two Super Bowls. And since then, Guy, it's been goose eggs. So I grew up thinking that winning is always around you. And what you realize over time is that it's Mm -hmm. not. And when lightning strikes, you better be there to see it when it hits. Yeah, that's the thing, Bill, and you don't have to apologize for feeling great. This is what sports is about. It can bring immense frustration sometimes, but also genuine joy. I mean, I grew up in the New York area from fourth grade through high school, and just think about how spoiled I was as a Yankees fan and a New York Giants fan and a New Jersey Devils fan. I mean, just championships all over the place constantly, Mm. and it's been a dry spell ever since. Northwestern, I'm a Northwestern grad, huge football, basketball fan. Basketball has been one of the worst programs in the history of NCAA Division I basketball. They finally made the NCAA tournament for the first time ever in 2016, 2017. I cried when we got into the tournament. I was so happy. I dropped everything and flew to Salt Lake City, one of the best weekends of my life, because I just told myself, I am going. I have no idea if they'll ever be back. And everyone said, oh, we'll be back. Look at the coach. Look at the team. A new building. They're putting in a new arena. You'll be back. We have not been back since. We haven't been close since. I went because that was the moment to seize onto and enjoy. And I've never regretted that. And it sounds like you're on your special sort of tour at the moment to soak in in person every moment 
of this magical Bengals season, which is pretty improbable, Bill. I mean, look, everyone knows Burrow's a winner, but I don't think anyone, having watched the last couple seasons, would have imagined the Bengals in the Super Bowl at the onset of this season. I mean, is that yeah, a fair assessment? And win, yeah, and winning two playoff games on the road along the way. Right. If you if you're able to be successful in 13 days, you win the third one on the road for sure. Um, in L.A., knowing the Rams are the home team. Look, I I think there are only two words that should be spoken in that city for the next 13 days, and that is, I think those two words should be one more. Um, I, I feel I, I feel strongly about exactly what you just said, because you don't know, and you can play for next season, but you never know what's going to be around next season. You know, look, look at what we... Look at what we saw today, guy. Tom freaking Brady retires after 22 years. Mm-hmm. He won the Super Bowl seven times. <laughs> he competed crazy. for it for more times after that. My boss, Jay Wallace, grew up in southern New Hampshire, and he's been a New England Patriots fan his whole life. And when Brady came into that team – he was the magic that they had always been looking for. I was like, Jay, look at all the success you've had. 20 years. I'm exhausted after a month of chasing it. How'd you do it? <laughs> you can <laughs> get used to said, it. Yeah, well, he said that he always, uh, I determined, I said, you always thought you had a chance, didn't you? He said, every time, in every game, we always thought we had a chance because of Brady. Well, he was right. I mean, Undoubtedly, they did. He's the greatest of all time for good reason. And we've been talking about his rumored retirement yesterday. And we will continue to talk about his confirmed retirement today because he finally decided to make it official in some public statements. But, Bill, back to the Bengals just for a second here. I wonder if you shared this same intuition because sometimes, and apologies to any listeners who aren't sports fans, like it's the NFL, this is football, it's America. Like, deal with it. I'm watching your game. At Cincinnati, they're scoring seemingly at will. The Chiefs are. They're at home. Crowds whipped up into a lather. That play seems super loud and intimidating. Just watching on TV, you were there. You could speak to it in a second here. But at the very end of the first half, you remember it as well as I do, of course, it looked like the Chiefs were going to score again or at least put up a field goal and increase their lead, stretch it a little bit. And then they just sort of dropped the ball and screwed up their clock management and ended up empty on that possession And I just had an inkling as a sports fan. And sometimes maybe you have confirmation bias and you forget all the times you had an inkling and it didn't happen. But this one, I said, you know, that could be the type of play, the type of series that could come back to haunt the Chiefs. And it just, for some reason, cosmically, in my mind, gave the Bengals a new lease on life. And then, my goodness, that second half, that performance, that's exactly what they did. They exploited the mistake. They stormed back and they won. Did you, sitting in the stadium identify that moment as a possible turning point at the time, or is that maybe some revisionism on my part? I, no, I, uh, there's a great observation you made there, right, by the way. I thought what Mahomes was trying to do was hit, hit his tight end on a quick on a quick pattern in the end zone because they only had five seconds on the clock. And for whatever reason, that, that option was not available. Mahomes should have thrown the ball away, I agree with you. But instead, you know, he takes a chance to throw it out to the flat, and they paid for it. Uh, look, he had just gone down the field. I don't think they had punted yet in the game at that point. He had just gone down the field three times in a row and hit hit a receiver in the back right corner of the end zone three times in a row. And 
I guess to stop them there was like, okay, all right, at least we got this. I had a right. niece sitting three seats down for me, and she said, it's okay. It's okay. We got this. I'm like, I'm not, I am not, not so sure. We don't got this. But but they have been a very interesting second half team, and I just you know what I, I tell you, guy, if if you love football, and I apologize too to your listeners who are not into this kind of conversation, but I just it's think fun. there are so many lessons that we learn from games like these. There are three great pieces out there. I'll just give you one, okay? It was written by a guy by the name of Charlie Goldsmith. It was out about 10 days ago in the Cincinnati Inquirer at Cincinnati.com. And it was about the COVID draft of 2020, how they were able to draft seven stud players who all made the team or all playing on the team. Most of them are starters on the team. Joe Burrow is one of them. T. Higgins is another one from Clemson. How they were able to find these guys, stay in contact with them, watch their progress during a pandemic, and have the guts to draft them it, it is it, it's called the virtual draft and it, it is i'll send it to you when we get off the air here I, if you love football you have to really understand what this coaching staff and their talent scouts were doing all over the country to try and make their team better uh, and here they are and they're up against the rams which went all in on this season they are pulling everything that they can out of the hat out of the bag of tricks to win the championship this year they are hosting the Super Bowl at their home stadium. You guys are going to come in from Cincinnati. So last two questions back-to-back. Back. Am I right to assume that you will be at SoFi Stadium? I can't imagine you would want to be anywhere else in the world. I was so happy for you when you won in Kansas City. I'm like, there's no way Hammer's not going to the Super Bowl. So are you going to be there, number one? And number two, what do you make of the matchup? How confident are you? Can they do it again? One more. Yeah. Gotcha. Two great questions. I am going to the Super Bowl. I happen to be a Super Bowl freak. I've gone to probably 20 Super Bowls. I love Whoa. it. I think it's America's greatest single event that we do every year, and it's always so much fun. You know why, Guy? Because everybody walking in that stadium at the beginning of the game is happy. I, I love that emotion. As for the game itself, I think our weakest component has been our offensive line. I think their strongest component is their defensive front. That's where the game will be won and lost. Can we beat them? Sure. But we've got to play the game. And I think this team has been through a lot. And I, th I think what you recognize, if you saw this in the Chiefs game, is how hard they played in that second half. And the reason they do that is because their quarterback had his leg split in two just about a year ago. And he came back to be there this year. And they know that he does not respect them unless they are playing lights out. And for Cincinnati, that's what it comes down to, effort on the field. Well, look, Bill, I'll be rooting for the Bengals. They've never won a Super Bowl. They've been to a couple, never won it. This is an amazing story. I'm just thrilled for you, and I'm also realizing I need to become better friends with you. If you've been to 20 Super Bowls, I've never been to one. Let's let's become dearer friends, dear friend. Uh, but that's so exciting. I am just over the moon for you and the whole city of Cincinnati. Go Bengals. Less than two weeks away. It's got to feel a little bit surreal, but it's real, baby, and I hope that you guys go out there and win and put a bow on this thing. Thanks, Guy. Good to chat with you, brother. I hope you're right. Bill Hemmer, co-host of America's Newsroom on Fox News Channel every morning. Our guest on the Guy Benson Show Happy Hour. We'll be right back. That was this week's edition of the Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. In these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.